Hello and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell, and with me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Hello. This is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, and we break down whether we thought it was good or bad, and whether or not it would make for a good date movie. On this episode, we're talking about How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. The IMDb plot summary reads, When Hiccup discovers Toothless isn't the only Night Fury, he must seek the hidden world, a secret dragon utopia, before a hired tyrant named Grimmel finds it first. And so this is the, the latest DreamWorks animated feature in the third in the series of the How to Train Your Dragon movies. You know, you and I, we've seen all these together. And own it. We, yeah, we have them on, on disc. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just, you know, I'm just thinking back to like, you know, that first movie. That was one of the first films we saw together. Yeah. I remember seeing that in Burbank when you came out to visit. I mean, that, was, that movie was a pleasant surprise. I think that movie was kind of a sleeper for a lot of people. Well, but you loved it. I, I think, did. Right away. Yeah. I mean, it was it was just different. You know, I, I'm a big sucker for original movies, and I I thought this was original at yeah. the beginning. Yeah. You know, the first <laughs> well, the first movie was original. Yeah. I mean, the second and third, you know, it's kind of got the same ups and downs and the same kind of storyline as we've seen in the past from other movies, just in general. You know, it's adult themed. It had. Adults and kids could both love this. True. I mean, there were plenty of adults comedy. do love it. I mean, there was something that everybody loves about this movie. Yeah. Also, beautifully animated. Wonderfully animated. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people liked kind of like on the heels of Avatar. Uh, it, it also kind of like simulated flight pretty well. Yeah. What uh, What did we think of the the sequel? Did we like that? Yeah. I mean, I did. That was when his they they find his mom and uh, unfortunately they they traded out the the dad for the mom. I mean the dad dies in that movie. Well, yeah, kind of disturbing. Uh, Toothless mm-hmm. gets brainwashed into killing Hiccup's dad. Yes, which is pretty horrifying. Yes, <laughs> like. Even as an adult, that's kind of horrifying. Yeah, but the second one also real. I mean, Toothless ends up becoming the alpha. Right. Alpha of all dragons, which that is big into the next movie. Into this current one. Yes. Yeah. One little anecdote I remember from seeing part two. We saw it, you know, one of those places where you can like drink in the theater. Yes. And I remember you being pissed that there were kids there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was at the Cine Bistro. Right. I was. You thought it was like no kids. And it's it's a friggin' cartoon. But but the Cine Bistro (laughs) is 21 and older. Like, that, that theater is specifically 21 and older. The one we were used to was. I don't think that one was. I just, I remember you yeah. being, I remember you being pissed. Like, what are kids doing here? There well, aren't supposed was, to be any kids here. I, I was, I was <laughs> mad at that. I was mad at that. And, and and this was in Miami. This is in the Dolphin Mall. And I was mad at that. And I was also mad that the Cinebistro was filthy. <laughs> the bathrooms were horrifying. Yeah, that actually, that's like, not, that was not a good theater. No. Not, not a good theater. Not compared to the Cinebistro in Tampa, which was pristine, and we used to go there every time. I mean, this was five years ago. Yeah. I mean, it could be better now. Well, but hopefully, yeah. but that, that was just atrocious. Yeah, the screens were bad. Yeah, yeah, that was not good. Okay, so yeah, so we're, we're both fans of this series, and so what did we think of this, this new one, which is supposed to be, I think, the last one in the, in the series? It's supposed to be. It is. The last one of the series. I mean, if it makes money, like, you're telling me they're not going to do, like, spinoffs? 
Spinoffs from what? I think what they character? have like a Netflix cartoon series. I think like Riders of Burke or something. Shit lives on. <laughs> if it makes money. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to leave money off the table. But the, the intent, I think, is to close out the story. Yeah. And it, I believe it's been the same writer-director through all three, yeah. uh, Dean DeBlois. That's a pretty star-studded cast, too. I mean, the voices on that. You have uh, Jonah Hill. You have uh, Jay... I don't know. I can't pronounce his last name. That guy, Jay, Jay Baruchel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, America. You have her. Ferreira. Yeah. I don't do last these, names. I have all these famous people whose names I can't remember. Kit uh, Harrington, which is in Game of Thrones. Oh, it's a little love. And the the villain in this one, Grimmel, he's voiced by F. Murray Abraham. Yeah. Every child's favorite. So... <laughs> So I absolutely love this movie. I mean, they gave Toothless the partner love partner. interest. Uh, this one, this one's a light fury. It's a light fury. Yeah, yeah. it has kind of like a pearlescent, like sparkly, like skin yes. to it, and it looks great. Yeah, like the animation she looks fantastic. Great. But yeah. I just thought it was cute. I mean, just like how Toothless was trying to court her. Um, throughout this whole entire this movie. Yeah. Um, you saw a little bit of that in the trailer. The basis of this movie is really like Burke becomes overwhelmed with dragons and they're becoming overly populated and you have a lot of trappers that know that Burke is a uh, dragon-centric town, little city, and they're coming for him. And that's led by Grimmel. Yes. Who's the main antagonist. Yes. And so we are going through this process. So, and 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 Grimmel has actually uh, the Light Fury. So he uses the Light Fury to his advantage, knowing that Toothless will go head over heels for the Light Fury. Was he using the Light Fury as bait? Yep. Okay. And so, what is his ultimate goal? To kill all dragons? To kill all Night Furies. To kill all Night Furies. Okay. He has creatures working for him as slaves, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yes, like acid spitting. Right. There's a lot of cool creatures yeah. in this we movie. We want Funko Pops of all of them. <laughs> I kept, yeah, I just kept imagining like how these would look as Funkos and they would look great. <laughs> Amazing. We we should have like a whole like how to train your dragon. This would be a shelf. Collection. Yeah. It, very expressive design work. Yeah. On yeah, on all the characters. But it, it kind of mirrored. So Toothless was finding, you know, the Light Fury, his love, and then Astrid and... And Hiccup. And Hiccup. They're getting their romance. They're getting their romance on. Yeah. So it's kind of poetic in the sense that they both are trying to figure out the, their next move in life. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just really, it was really cool. You see both, I guess, characters sort of come of age, you know, over the course of these three films. Yeah. And yeah, without like spoiling the ending, yeah. the ending really does bring things to like a satisfying close. It really close, does. For sure. It, it really does. So, I mean, Hiccup, every, everybody knows that Toothless can't fly without Hiccup. And the big thing in this movie is Hiccup makes Toothless a uh, tail that he can fly with. Toothless hasn't wanted it until he met the Light Fury. Right. <laughs> until the girl gets in the way. <laughs> and so he's able, at, at the end of this movie, he's able to fly on his own. And then the Hidden World comes in when Hiccup's dad thought that there was a world full of dragons 
there is, and Hiccup's trying to find this world so all the humans and the dragons can live together because they were getting they were getting attacked and their their city was a target now and they wanted to keep the dragons safe. And where is the hidden world? Is it like is it underground? Yeah, it's in the it well, it's in the sea. Right. It was it's like, like a, underground in the sea. A, yeah, like a hidden area under in, into the sea. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It was really cool. Yeah. And so like I, I really dug this. It was really satisfying ending. Both Hiccup and Toothless are at the end, they're where they're supposed to be. It's not like a super happy like across the board ultra happy ending there's some bittersweet it's bittersweet yes. yeah yeah but but satisfying and yeah the theme seems to be like you know, like growing up kind of going full circle and letting go that's a whole that's a yeah big letting thing. go letting go it, it kind of rings some tears a little bit oh my god it's in the so end. Dead. yeah <laughs> i think if you've been with the series from the beginning yeah those last scenes could pull some tears yeah you know <laughs> it could happen I mean, I was sad that it was over. Right. Like, because I did feel complete. Yeah. A lot of movies, I don't feel... That's complete. a rare thing. A story well told. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Most movies, especially big budget movies, they want to leave you hanging with something. Yeah. And this one, to its credit, it really doesn't. That's what I was saying. I don't know what else they would do. Yeah. Except, like, you know, maybe more in depth of, you know, Astrid and Hiccup. Right. After, sure. after dragons. <laughs> I mean, you gotta have dragons in there. Wow. Well. Can't get rid of the dragons. But to DreamWorks' credit, like, um, it, it does feel final. It doesn't, this isn't like sh they're Shrek or they're Madagascar, <laughs> where it's like, just keep pumping them out, keep doing spinoffs. So the, yeah, that, that gives these movies a, a sense of integrity that a lot of DreamWorks movies don't really have. <laughs> well, and I will say, like, How to Train Your Dragon trilogy has really kind of give Pixar a run for their money. I mean, not a lot of movies can give Pixar a run for their money, but... It's the best series that DreamWorks yeah. animation has made, I think for sure. I mean, I enjoyed Kung Fu Panda, <laughs> but... It, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, come on, Kung Fu Panda's great. Uh, but no, How to Train Your Dragon, there's, there's a lot of artistry and just great storytelling. and And the love stories were well told. I didn't love the villain in this one. To me, he seemed kind of weak. Well, he was the weakest part the, of it. I thought the villain, I mean... I, I wish they would have done something else besides another trapper. Right. In all honesty, I don't think this movie even needed a, a big villain to kind of motivate its plot. No, I don't think it needed it either. Because the plot really is to like, like dragon overpopulation, trying to move the dragons off the island. Yeah. And I think there's a way you could have motivated that without having to without do. Grimmel coming in, and yeah, and his scenes feel you know kind of schematic, kind of kind of plotty, you know, like we're going here, we're going there. So yeah, he was really the only weak element of it. I don't think he was necessary. I mean, at least in part two, like the villain serves a purpose. He's brainwashing dragons. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, he, right. And like, here, here, uh, he, he wasn't necessary. I didn't think he was. He, he was just like the Night Fury killer. And yeah, he's he's the weakest part. But the best parts are with you know the Light Fury and yeah. Toothless. Yeah. And also you know Toothless and Hiccup. Like yeah. they're they're developing bond. How do you how do you think it compares to the the other two? How would you rank them? Oh, that's a good question. I probably the first one obviously is going to be number one because it was original. It was something new. It was something different. Yeah. 
I would say the third one is probably more satisfying. You know, nobody died. Yeah, there's there aren't any disturbing brainwashing deaths <laughs> going on. And so, like, I I've, I feel that it's probably number one, number three, and number two. Oh uh, yeah, I'm the same. I I enjoy. That's not like a knock on part two. No, I enjoy yeah, part yeah. two. It is really disturbing though when you see Toothless's eyes like narrow. And he becomes like a predator and yeah. he's not like cute toothless anymore. No. That's disturbing. Yeah. I can't imagine like if I was a little kid and I saw that, I, I don't, I mean, I'd, I'd be very upset. <laughs> well, I mean, especially since, you know, I, I you know, we, bold, we, but... we, we have two dogs here and, you know, I think both you and I can see our dogs in toothless. You know, toothless is like a dog that can fly. Yeah. That's, you know, and that's why it's so irresistible, the the concept. Like, if you could domesticate a dragon like a puppy. Yes. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a great concept. So, yeah, so I think we both enjoy it. You know, I, I'd give this, uh, you know, like a B plus. I'd give this an A. Yeah. I, I definitely felt like it was a, it was a good date night movie. It was, I agree. I agree. It, it was some, it, it's something for everybody, for you, for me. It was just it was just so satisfying and just very well done and it kept my attention. It's good for families, obviously. Yes. I don't think there's anything like traumatic for kids. No. But I yeah, I would recommend it also just for adults out on a date. I think it's satisfying. Yeah. For sure. That's How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, directed by Dean DeBlois. You can find more episodes on anchor.fm slash movie date night, as well as iTunes, where you can rate, review, and subscribe. We're on Twitter at DNMoviePodcast, and you can email us at DateNightMoviePodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, I'm Patrick. And I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening. 